Listen up, Gotham. This is Batman. Tune into the Bat Fanatic podcast with Sammy Warmhands. And if you don't, I'll be coming for you. Hey, everybody, it's the Dark Knight of Rap, Sammy Warmhands, and this is the first episode we've recorded since the passing of Kevin Conroy whose voice you just heard at the top of the show. I'm so honored to have him introduce us every time. I've listened to his work since I was six years old, and his voice is a comfort to so many of us. I can't really do it justice in this short intro. We will be joined by my co-hosts, Ben and Evan. I want to shout out our season three sponsor, TNK Comics and Collectibles. You can follow on Instagram at the Nando Knight or shortbox.com slash nandonight, N-A-N-D-O-K-N-I-G-H-T. We're continuing with another Jeff Loeb story, this time a long Halloween spinoff, Catwoman, When in Rome. So I have a question to start. I know we've watched The Suicide Squad, and we've done a couple things like that, but is this our first book that's not a Batman or Detective Comics book? No, we did a maybe at least... One Harley thing. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. And, yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. I am familiar with our show now that you say that. Yeah. <laughs> now that you remind me, I, I, I remember <laughs> spending time with you in the past. Oh, shit. We have done this once or twice. I'll let us do the thing that we always forget to do. I have Evan Vaught. Hi. Hey. <laughs> and Ben Pulaski. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> He's silent now. He's walking. Oh, we should have doubled up on both Every of them. time. <laughs> okay. We are doing. Catwoman, When in Rome, from 2004. This uh, essentially concludes the long Halloween Dark Victory series that we have uh, read. Of course, we did the long Halloween special that came out last year. But this is essentially the last in the original series. Written, of course, by Jeff Loeb, as our previous book, Hush, Illustrated by the recently departed Tim Sale, R.I.P. Colored by Dave Stewart this time, which is a change from the first two books. And then lettered, of course, by uh, Richard Starkings, who has done everything. all of these. Yeah. And everything you've ever read. He's the only in comics. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even do the letters. He just sends them each letter individually, and they just put it wherever they want. Damn, he has a font made out of his handwriting. Yeah. I bet he does, actually. I wanted to start just by mentioning, of course, this is the first one we've recorded since Tim Sale died unexpectedly this summer. I think it was like the next day I was at the first day of Washington SummerCon. I found Heroic Fine Art Gallery, which I visited before. They have like Bruce Tim cells, animation cells and things like that. I was able to get a couple of signed posters from Tim Sale that he still like he hadn't even marked up. He's like, you know, I talked to him for a while. They were friends, you know, knew him a long time. And he still had him in the bin for like 30 bucks. Hmm. I was like, damn, that's unbelievable. Got one for myself and for the Bat Force Times. Shortly after, I went to Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle and they actually had a panel remembering Tim Sale. And so if you read like the foreword for this book, it's written by the editor, Mark Torello. Uh, he was there. Richard Starkings was there. And I wanted to share a funny story about Tim Sale. So when we read the first book, apparently in the original printing, it said like for Amy in the first issue. Then in the last issue, it said for, and it was another girl's name. And do you remember the panel 
of the Riddler backed against a brick wall and there's machine guns all around the outline of his body. Richard Starkings is telling this. Tim has written something that's very legible and it reads, fuck you, Amy. (laughs) 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 And Tim called like half an hour later, very embarrassed. And I had to go in with a a pen and make it look more like holes. It was a cool panel, lots of good stories. Like I said, we've talked a lot about this creative team in the past, but just wanted to share that little thing. It was cool. Richard gave me a pin made out of Tim Sale's signature uh, that I immediately put on the, the strap for my backpack. And by the time I got back to my room that night, it was gone. So uh, it was like, oh, wow, that lasted, what, an hour on the con floor and uh, fell off? I don't know what happened. It's too bad. In recent news, Sam likes the F word, everybody. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you just like the I fuck, said fuck? Amy. Yeah, 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 you just like, yeah, you, you just love it. <laughs> I don't even notice. There's things where I I grew up in a very polite household, but now I don't really understand where some of that stuff comes from. I still like politeness as a culture, but I don't get where like every single uh, you know, if somebody was like, "Man, your fork's in the wrong place," I'm like. Well, eat one. Uh, <laughs> like, like, you know, some, some things. But you wouldn't say eat a dick. You would say eat, eat a, wiener. a wiener. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, you've totally. got to make it a little bit softer, if yeah. you will. I get covering a sneeze on account of like shooting all this crap out. Yes. Uh, a I'm burp is just that. a burp to me. I don't, I don't like. Mainly I'm, just air. Yeah, I'm like, I'm old enough now to. Um, See a rated R movie. Just to be able to do that if I need to, you know, like nobody should, and, and all of those things are like incredibly human. That's just our human exhaust system. Yeah. You know, like hold your fart if you can help it, but if you can't help it, you don't really need to feel bad about that. You hey, must let have her rip, to, Yeah, man. you must have to fart. You if know? you're just tuning in, this is Catwoman, when in Rome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I say rip a fart, especially if you can make it funny. Yeah, totally. I spent most of my time alone, but I just was worried someone was watching. So that's why <laughs> you I hold it in anyway. How did that? How did that get put in you? Whoa! Hey, <laughs> I don't know. Probably too much TV. All right. So, any first impressions before we start with the story? I was immediately struck by the difference in colors and instantly pleased. Yeah. So at that panel, I learned that not only did he not ask back the original colorist, which uh, whose name is escaping me. But apparently he was kind of bummed by that. The Who colorist was, was bummed or Tim yeah. Sale? Yeah, the original bummed. colorist was oh. bummed. Oh, but yeah. Tim Sale asked Dave Stewart. You did two long-ass books, man. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's like, hey, this is our series, right? But at the time, <laughs> yeah, he was starting that. to do this. <laughs> he was starting to do this different technique with his ink wash. And I guess there was a, a Daredevil book that came out right around this time. Was like, he would do these like color things. It was like Daredevil Yellow or something like that. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like a big uh. book for him. And I guess this was around that time from what I understood. Yeah, I, I was just instantly like, what the, this is, how is it that this forever was out of print and I couldn't find it no matter how hard I looked. You know, it was so much money if you tried to find it anywhere. I finally got this nice deluxe edition reissue that came out in the past year. It's like, great. And I open it up and I'm going, why the fuck isn't the best looking one on the stands all this time? That's mm-hmm. crazy yeah. to me. The colors make the art look better to me. Yeah, and and I was, His drawings look better because the coloring is so good. When I was wondering, like, is his art any better? 
Oh, it's way different. He's doing a lot of watercolor stuff on it. Like, did you see any of the process pages in the back? In the uh-huh. back. I still think that his character art looks the same to me. But just like, like that, uh, the intro shot of Catwoman reaching into the safe, mm-hmm. just everything about that looks better than almost anything in the other books. Yeah, I appreciate all the details on the rug and stuff because everything else would have been so flat in the other ones. Mm-hmm. In which makes sense because I can't think of a way that you'd really combine the previous coloring style and the ink wash thing. My family was very religious. That's the answer I should have said earlier when you wanted to know <laughs> why I thought people were watching me. Totally. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Lord is always watching. Yeah. I mean, he is. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Don't have to remind me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I swear to God, I read it. It's in the very back. Okay, got it. There got you it, go. Got it. So there's a process. Butternuts. Actually, that's good because I'm always talking to you guys about like ink washes and uh, crap. And, that, and so that, we're always like, what the before fuck? Before it would have just been about? the inks and then the colors. Exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't have had the wash in between. Yeah. Okay. Solid blacks. Uh, like which even, was one of the endearing things about it. But sure. with this, everything is so much more textural and it just yeah there's more depth to it it's more yeah. life to it you know i love the randomness that comes from that i think that watercolor is super interesting like that unless you're mixing so little water in watercolor that you're making kind of a paste out of it yeah then a lot of it is just about letting it like run and it just becomes something you know you kind of know what you're doing but also it's you can't really picture how it's going to turn out i love that uh-huh. and we have talked about dave stewart before because he did White Knight Harley. Yeah. Ah, so that's why there's so much orange and yeah. beige in this. Well, we were talking in that book about how Matteo Scalera took over from Sean Murphy mm-hmm. and how like the amount of line work was so minimal compared to Sean's work that I was like, dude, Dave Stewart is fucking carrying this shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing so much work here. And I felt exactly the same on this. Like, even if you look at the black and whites, like, yeah, that looks great. But just Tim's modern technique plus Dave's finesse, man. The cool thing is that even Tim by himself, like just the addition of the ink wash makes stuff so much different. Going back to this example in the end, bottom panels got Catwoman standing on a boat and she's dripping wet. There's no joke here. And the sky behind her is totally blank in the ink panel, uh-huh. you know? And I can picture it being the previous books, and it would just be like a color. Yeah. It would just, it'd just, just be like one solid color. Just red. Yeah. And then in the second one, this is still Tim, adds these clouds, and it totally looks textural and random and all the kinds of like different light spectrum or something that you'd have in a, in a group of clouds. And then... Dave comes in and make it look like a beautiful sunset with yeah. a couple different colors in that. Uh, That's so cool. That's interesting too because I think the panel you're talking about has like a two-tone sky. Uh-huh. Like a soft dividing wash in the middle of it, right? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, yeah, pretty much everything so to good. the left isn't actually even clouds. It's just the watercolor being like flat and lumpy, however they work. And flat then, and lumpy. Flat and lumpy. Oh, I like my women. <laughs> yeah. And then the bottom right is the only thing that actually looks like a cloud. The rest is just the watercolor doing watercolor stuff. And the other part is clouds made on purpose. I liked the paint bucket colors on the, on the last stuff, but this is so much cooler to me. Yeah, I mean, Dark Victory was a marked improvement as well. And it's just like each one of these books is just better and better than the last. Yeah. Yeah. That was my takeaway the first time I read this was just that this was like 
Oh, yeah, because not too long ago, I loaned this to Ben by force and was like, please read this. <laughs> and uh, it took about three years. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but he did read it. It just looks so nice on the counter. I didn't want to pick it up. <laughs> it's one of those nice ones where it doesn't even have a jacket on it. It's got sort of the like the matte and gloss mixed print on it. You know, you just want to just want to look at it. Just let it sit. Well, and just a, a Tim Sale illustrated book about Catwoman I like because his women look better than his men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost every man in these books has like the gnarliest face, even if they're <laughs> supposed to be like a handsome dude. It's still weird. <laughs> yeah. Really early in the book, there's a full page shot of Catwoman going, Batman? And then in the bottom corner it says, damn it. But just that picture of her face, that's just some fantastic artwork. Yeah, I like that his Catwoman has always been kind of buff, which obviously that makes Selena also kind of buff. Well, she looks totally different in yeah, this. Yeah, she looks, oh yeah, that hardly even looks like his drawings to me. That yeah, looks that like looks like almost Mike like Mike or something. Or like a, one of the more Disney artist type people. Totally. Yeah, I definitely want to mention that when we get there. Yeah, why does why is her face so cute and everybody else is so freaking ugly? <laughs> it's like a weird pointing nose. It's like because she's Catwoman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I want to start into the story. We begin with action right away. Catwoman is caught by Batman while she's breaking into Carmine Falcone's safe. This is followed by armed goons everywhere. As soon as she escapes. Outside, runs into the Joker, and then runs into Two-Face, who actually does shoot her, and then runs into Batman again. Just, wow. A whole lot of things happening in the first couple of pages. And this is Jeff Loeb flexing his Superman-Batman strengths. Because we've read that stuff <laughs> If you before. hire me to cram all this stuff in here, I will cram yeah, yeah. all of this How stuff in How many issues here? I got? <laughs> Six? Challenge accepted. Because with him, we've talked about, like, he seems to really love the long, slow burn. But we also read his Superman Batman Which is that the is of just that. chaos. Yeah. It's so yeah. much going on. And so this is like the most tasteful marriage of the two. Joker and Two Face look super cool in this. And especially with Two Face, that color in the wash. He looks the wash, so red. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The way the orangish background complements the pink ish suit. <laughs> his face was one of my gripes about the other stuff because I just didn't oh, I like all his, it. I, I didn't like all his like spaghetti noodles on his head and stuff. And, <laughs> but he looks cool in this, and Joker looks badass too because I, I just like the combo of the black trench coat and purple and the hat looks, and everything. Yeah, it looks dope. So Catwoman had slashed Batman's chest in their first run in here in the very very beginning. And when he catches up to her again, she asks how he changed his suit so quickly. And then Batman repeats her own words from Long Halloween. And it's starting to be like, okay, something's not right here. And then he unmasks to her and it's Carmine Falcone with a gun drawn. And she wakes up. Now, the panel that Ben was showing, if you guys have this book at home, the first thing you see after the dream, her surprised face, just Selena, not Catwoman. And this is one of the most beautiful pages in the entire series. Yeah, I want this as a big poster. Yeah, it's fantastic. Just stunning. If you were to look at a page that illustrates the jump from the five years between Dark Victory and this book, look at this one panel and it's like, wow. Just her, gorgeous. Her hair looks so cool. Yeah. Her hair looks like how 
Barbara looks in the animated series where you get the feeling it's just one huge hair. <laughs> like just like a Lego piece that just goes on the yeah, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a little cap. Like the there's no individual lines. It's just poured it's, oil it's venom. over it's the a top. Symbiote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It just sits on my head though. This doesn't even look like his art to me. Yeah, it's wild, man. And then in the very next picture, here's the stupidest picture of the Riddler I've ever seen <laughs> the before. The Riddler's just a little fucking weasel oh in the series, this man. Oh my god, this picture is so bad. His, uh, the slope of his forehead down to his nose, and then how far his lower jaw just is jutting this one, out. This, like he usually looks stupid, but yeah. this middle one is so dumb. It's like, how are you inbred and a genius? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you drew him totally different on the exact same page. So Selena, as she wakes up, finds herself on a plane, and Riddler is asleep in her lap. Predictably, she threatens to scratch out his eyes and has a very clear, like, we talked about this, we're going to go on this trip, and there will be no touching, you disgusting loser. And that's basically their relationship. But I need your help. Through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Arriving in Rome... Her vacation from Batman, she's trying to escape all this shit. Her luggage is lost. And a man named The Blonde picks them up outside. He works for Don Verini. Uh, we're getting a lot of Italian mob stuff to carry on from the Gotham mob stuff. Selena knows his story inside and out. Like, oh yeah, you're blah, 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 but they call you this, and you've done this, and you came from this, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, okay, I'm impressed. And they have some kind of flirty banter She's before. Like, they you're the off. best at what you do, and what you do isn't very nice. <laughs> it's Wolverine, guys. Oh, got it. You son of a bitch. Don't give me one of those. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't get it either. Selena's bubble bath is disturbed when she finds Riddler snooping around her room and she kicks him out for uh, coming on to her because she's in a state of undress. Selena scrounges up a makeshift Catwoman costume, which is still better than the one in Earth One. And <laughs> the visits... last one in Earth One. The last one is good. <laughs> the... And visits Don Verini. Before you keep talking, can you stop for a second? We know the format the, uh... of this show. I'm going to read the story, and you guys interject when you have something to offer. I just expect just, that you have nothing to he offer. He just let out the biggest, rudest burp, and he edited it out. <laughs> he has, he's no class. I would never do that. Well, no, I just wanted to go back because you mentioned that bubble bath scene, and it's not just because there's a naked You're like, woman. Wait, 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 wait. Let's back up to the nudity. Well, again, with like how I complimented that first shot. And you pointed out like the detail in the rug. Mm -hmm. Same thing here. The detail in the bathroom, the, and the wall, and that, that that wide shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that entire hotel room looks fantastic, but that that in particular with the candles and everything is. I was wondering yeah, what that even of, was. Is this like somebody's mansion? Because it it looks just. It's like a insane. super super fancy hotel. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, really cool stuff in the marble behind her in the bathtub, and yeah. then this, these like swirly shapes on the tile floor. Again, which maybe is stuff that would have been just non-existent previously. Yeah. Because there's yeah. a technique. A flat used. color or Yeah, and you couldn't even do it. I also um, couldn't remember in reading this if it was the same in the other ones. But I also like that there isn't sounds other than really, okay. There's a big blam or there's something a, there's later. There's a blam, I guess, going back things. a couple. There's uh, some snore sounds from Eddie. But there isn't a lot of that stuff. So I like when she chucks him out of the room and then there's just a silent panel of him like, <laughs> ah! 
not just just being falling f- into thrown a out, but you get no sounds attached. I like it. There's a Norm McDonald getting thrown into a dumpster and dirty work <laughs> running gag in this book of her throwing him out of various windows and off of boats and yeah, things like that. He does get thrown around a lot. I really like this Selena on a Vespa action. That's, yeah. that's maybe the best. <laughs> Again, take that text out of there and blow it up to like 24 by 36. I'd have that yeah. on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> I like all this Italian in here and just no translations. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, I'm like, cool. Fuck it. I don't, <laughs> I don't actually if you, need to. Uh, if you had some culture, maybe you'd know the rest of this story, but you don't. So yeah. you're just stuck with nothing. <laughs> yep. So yeah, she goes out, grabs some new uh, clothes for the costume, and she goes to find... Don Verini, she's wanting information on Falcone, whose career began under him here in Italy. If we remember Dark Victory, it sort of closed with her at his grave, and we sort of get the answer of like, and that became the inspiration for the Batman with Zoe Kravitz. Like, all right, got it. She thinks he's her dad. This is sort of, all right, let's prove it. Ish. So he threatens her which is very ineffective because she's like, oh, yeah, I tied up those two guys out there, scratched up these two guys out there. You got nothing. As he sits and sips his wine, his face contorts into a a joker smile, and he's actually been poisoned. And that's how we end book one. Pretty good start. Yeah, doesn't waste time. Yeah. I love the narration stuff in this way more, too. I feel like there's a good balance between the internal and the external One well, Also, dialogue. as a character, she has more charisma than Batman does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Batman's like, I'm very upset. Yeah, that's true. There's more opportunities for it to be snappier and funnier. I mean, Batman is funny, but only in a way that, like, if I think an asshole is funny, then... <laughs> then or, like, yeah. the contrast between him and Superman, like we've talked about. Yeah. You know, he does that well. But, yeah, this is just an ideal pairing of this writer and this character. Yeah. Totally. These covers are great, too. Yes. And, it, and I, I won't uh, repeat it back correctly, but the guy in the... Italy. Pronounce Italy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Italy. Italians, yeah. not Italians. Uh, but the guy who does the... Grants. Um, the blurb in the beginning of the book. Oh, Mark Giarello. Yeah, talks about how each of these covers are actually an homage to like a famous Italian artist. Yeah, which I had no fucking idea. No, that's super cool. I did, I know. Famous famous Italian artist. Yeah, yeah, me, culture. Historian. Got it. Future Ben, cultured. Because I think that they look cool and striking in the use of negative space and stuff, but extra cool that it's actually, each is like a reference to an individual piece by this other artist. Mm. Yeah. Makes me want to look them up. So book two opens with Catwoman escaping. Barini's dead. She's got to get the fuck out of there. She's being chased down by guard dogs. She gets back to her room and finds the Riddler, who's like Danny DeVito height in this series, (laughs) dressed in her cat suit from the luggage that was recently found while she was gone. Yeah, that's hilarious. Super hot. Sniff all your underwear, dress in your clothes. Pleasure myself inside your pantyhose. I know it's not easy to leave me alone, but it's more fun when you're not home. <laughs> it looks like a kid dressing up in his mom's clothes is what it looks like. With Verini dead, so is now her lead on Falcone. It was like, okay, well, you're my source and you're fucking dead, so what's next? She decides to sleep it off, saying sometimes... 
if you go to sleep with a problem, I might marinate on this thought and wake up feeling a little bit clearer on it. She dreams again of Batman and wakes up fighting not him, but Mr. Blonde in her bed. I like the thought that despite the fact that we aren't seeing her boobies in this, <laughs> that in reality her boobies would be all over the place. <laughs> yeah, when she like flips over the top of him and is like holding him down like, who the fucker? Oh, sorry. There's no way there's a PG version of this yeah, scene. Yeah. When there's the joke of the coming to women's bedrooms and you point your gun at them, he's like, I don't have a gun. And then yeah. there's like a silent panel and then... Oh, she actually, <laughs> she actually seemed to kind of like that yeah. response. You and know? then he does have a gun later. He was a yes. liar. Yes, yeah, he's a liar. Mr. Blonde says that Verini's son is the new Don, and that she is his prime suspect for the murder. Riddler bursts in yelling "fire," which is comically placed right after Selena offers water hmm. uh, to Mr. Blonde, and the three of them jump out the window. Two balls. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome powers. I thought you said you didn't have a gun. Uh, they jump out the window into the pool. At this point, it's very obvious. We've mentioned it a couple times how often she is naked in this book. In the very next page, if you haven't had enough, she's face down tanning, talking about how I like how Mr. Blonde notices the bikini I'm not wearing, you know, because she's topless tanning on her front. And they're at a safe house with Mr. Blonde. By the second page, though, action kicks in again. The fucking pace of this is insane. Because we see her, she's tanning, she's thinking to herself, and then we see her on the next page through crosshairs from a scope across the street. And Mr. Blonde shows up, sees this, shoots right down the, the scope. With a handgun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's really, far away. really impressive that he's so good that he pistol sniped them. Here's what I wonder, though, for all the film references in this series, because it's a lot of Godfather and that kind of thing, this is very similar to the first scene of Dirty Harry. The opening scene, the first victim, is a, a sniper of a, a topless woman at a pool party. If you're drawing from 70s cinema a lot, hmm. I, yeah. I couldn't ignore that. I feel like it's probably not a coincidence. I've never seen this Dirty Harold you speak of. Yeah, he uh, it's a hobo. Mm -hmm. and, um, <laughs> filthy, uh, filthy Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Selena suits up very quickly off screen and climbs into a boat where these hitmen I'm on a were boat. scoping them out. Yeah, take a good hard look at the motherfucking boat. So yeah, she climbs up on their boat, starts kicking ass. This Blonde, kitty is soaking wet. <laughs> shut up. Blonde watches her work <laughs> through binoculars. He doesn't do anything, and his inaction actually means they get the drop on her. Not with a gun. They have a freeze ray, and she is frozen solid in a block. So we've had Joker juice, and now a freeze ray, all far removed from Gotham City. This is the end of book two. I didn't continue to feel like this, but this was the first time where I was like, what are you bringing in with this freeze guns? Because I don't like all the, uh, like, every single character that I could possibly, I was like... That's his thing. And then Wolverine shows up. I know, yeah, yeah, but it's not a thing that I love. So it, it didn't And then Jason up, Todd came back. <laughs> yeah, it didn't end up amounting to much, but I was like, don't try to sneak all this crap in here. <laughs> I like it, okay? I like it. Yeah. I'm in between. It doesn't bother me, but I, I think you could tell this same story without 
all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's a signature element at this point. And, it, and he's doing it in a way that's like, here's some of their trademark moves, here's some of their signatures, but they're not really there, or maybe they show up in a dream for a second, but I'm not giving you the like, is it this guy? Let's devote a bunch of time to him. No, it's not. Uh, is it that guy? Let's devote a bunch of time to him. I think it's better than trying to sneak the character in because that would have actually, like, Mr. Freeze. Buongiorno. Yeah. I'm here in Italy looking for Nora. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's not that. Also, this <laughs> Funziona guy is a real looker. <laughs> Ben, can you give me uh, that's a spicy meatball as Mr. That's Freeze. a spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> so, Half the dudes in this all look like Solomon Grundy. Yeah. 60% of the dudes look like Solomon Grundy 100% of the this time. This guy looks like when you're creating a, a me character on the Nintendo or something and you're just picking out random elements. Like, oh, he gets one of these eyebrows and he gets a scar too. <laughs> Look how long his top lip is. <laughs> Hilarious. Book three opens with another gorgeous panel. Her surprised face frozen in ice. It's a side shot Carbonite. this time. Wow. Riddler draws targets on the ice block so Mr. Blonde can shoot these marks and break her out of the ice without hitting her. This seems like a real waste of time and paint after... Yeah, he went to Home Depot <laughs> yeah, after, or whatever after the... After Mr. Blonde <laughs> sniped Italian that scope version of that. Yeah. The sky looks super dope. And yeah. There's been a couple two pages that have been... One where she's leaving Don's house and she's on the like rooftop running from the dogs. Yeah. I was wondering too, like how many of those dogs were there? Because before there was one. And I was like, are you showing motion as she's running, oh. or are there that many fucking dogs? And then the next shot shows there's at least three or four of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The two pages in this are pretty killer. This okay. one looks awesome. Well, the that, sky behind. It's one. that, again, that texture of the wash and then the color just really complements his art. Yeah, that's so cool. She passes out from the uh, hypothermia or whatever. And after several days of recovery, she's dreaming again of Batman. This time, she's on his operating table. She laments that she will never be the boring rich girl that he wants her to be. Wakes up fighting Batman, but is actually fighting with Riddler. Little does she know that he's only into freaks. So. <laughs> I, I yeah. like this uh, Batcave Dr. Batman. <laughs> this is a good look. You're like, I'm going to role play that tonight. Yeah. This dream sequence twice shows that her iris is actually purple, which it's there if you go back, but it's subtle or, or more obscured from the angle. But here it really stands out and it looks amazing with her suit. And it even works just on plain old Selena out of costume very well. I really like the, the bangles in this dream sequence. What the fuck is that? Is there a tiger? Brace bracelet. Ba bracelet. <laughs> yeah, these, yeah, no, no. Okay. A bangle, uh, a bangle is like a... Sports like, team. <laughs> yes, it's spelled differently. It's like a hoop earring, but if, if, if it was a bracelet, it's not meant to fit very well. The whole point is that it's, it's bigger than your wrist is, and it jangles, and you layer them up. So we yeah. know about Sam. He both doesn't wear jewelry, and he also doesn't play Japanese role-playing games. You're always getting like a fire bangle or a wind bangle or a... My wife doesn't really 
buy a lot of jewelry, so I don't really. We're talking about buy you. It don't for her. don't yeah. don't Let's shift. Deflect. Don't yeah. That's we're um, talking about you and your lack of jewelry. Yeah, you need I some mean, bracelets in your life, buddy. Hey, to quote an atmosphere song, I've never understood a man's jewelry. I never really understood a man's jewelry. You tuna see me on some karaoke super freak. Your loss. Yep. Because look how fucking sick she looks slicing up his back totally. with those sweet bangles on. I wanted to compliment your various dangly earrings that you have, <laughs> but I just didn't know how to bring it up. Well, ben wears hoops. Well, yeah, because I figure if I have those, you won't notice that I'm bald. <laughs> it pulls, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. pulls the it eye pulls the, yeah. to a different focal yeah. point. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I judge other people for being bald. Not me, yeah. but others. Yeah. Riddler makes a, another creepy remark because he had been tending to her while she was recovering, passed out for all this time. Right. It was something about like, you know, but I didn't mind getting you out of that suit or something like that. And basically undoes all the goodwill. And uh, Undoes? Und oh, you're right. Wow. Basically undoes leave it. all of the goodwill. <laughs> That's just a very unique word. Yeah, I want you to leave that, please. Underoos. <laughs> U-N-D-O-O-Z. Undoes. <laughs> Upstairs top side of Mr. Blonde's yacht. That's where she's been. Selena learns that he is Falcone's godson, which I thought was interesting and also adds a literal godfather layer to this story. Yeah. Blonde speaks of having to miss Johnny Vitti's wedding from the very beginning of the, the long Halloween. She says, you didn't miss much. It was hot, which I believe every character complained about in the very first book. Yeah. She responds by saying that it was, I'm sorry, he responds by saying it was Catwoman who scarred Falcone's face and continues to play dumb about her identity. Like, oh yeah, she happens to be here. Catwoman happens to be here at the same time. Big mystery <laughs> there. super hot buff gymnast that I'm hanging out with. <laughs> yeah. And also Catwoman's in town too. Wow. Weird. You so yeah, I mean. Share bracelets with. <laughs> yeah. But like, don't know. He says that Catwoman might buy some leniency if she were to steal a ring that was owned by the very first dawn, which is hidden in plain sight. Everyone knows it's there, but it's at the Vatican, which makes it, one, impossible, and two, sort of blasphemous for all these Catholics so they won't cross the line and go take it. You know what else is blasphemous? Murder. Yeah. Much crime. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of sins in the mob. Hypocrites, if I was going to have to make a bold claim about... Mm -hmm. I have a Richard fingers. Starkings question here. Every time they say mafia, it has a capital F in the middle of the word. Is that correct? I've never seen it written like that. But It might be because it's like specifically Italian. The mafia. Italian organized crime. <laughs> when you said Italian like that, I just immediately thought sandwiches like, yeah. oh, you made me hungry again. I'm gonna, um, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? Is this Evan's is gone it, full Charlie Brown parents? Is it when she's speaking? Because everybody it's, it's said like it. three different times during the yeah, book. They mention the mafia her, if there is such a thing. Monologue. Oh, weird. But it's mafia. No, I, I don't. Think I don't think that's it, a capital F. Yeah, really, it doesn't imply. It's it. just the stylistic uh, yeah, lowercase. It's a, F? It's a proper yeah. noun. To me, it looked like there were two capitals in the no, word. I no, I don't. No. No. <laughs> Wrong. Um, yep, yep. Actually. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a very large lowercase f. So we fast forward. We found Richard Starking's weakness. And there's <laughs> the letter <laughs> F. <laughs> we fast forward six weeks, she says, that she has been 
training physically and, and planning with Riddler to pull off this Vatican heist. She lowers herself from the ceiling, wonders to herself as she's doing this acrobatic feat. I wonder if Bruce ever went to that circus he was talking about. I wonder how that turned out. Yeah, which was an odd way to word it. I wonder how that turned out, but I still like that they brought it up. And I then, wonder if uh, Jeff Loeb pitched like, okay, and uh, this issue, it's actually just going to be just Catwoman practicing with this harness, just doing <laughs> exercise, lots of close-ups. Are you guys into that? And then they were like, no, this... No harness fetish, Jeff. This isn't heavy oh, metal. <laughs> uh, I like that her descending from the rope, her plus the rope is making an upside-down cross in front of the cross. Oh. That's the big two-page shot. Mm -hmm. She looks like she's spinning the web from her butthole like a spider. <laughs> Like, but, a, like a Spider-Man, maybe even. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, she's her and the rope make a he a, needs an upside down cross, upside down splits. Yeah, he needs extreme credit for that rendition of the La Pieta. Seriously, that's cool too because that's all. There's no lines. Yeah, there's no inks in that, which is cool because it makes it look extra like it's behind glass, but it also makes it look that much more classic. Yeah, she mentions that it was uh, damaged at one point and that has to be held behind bulletproof glass for the patrons. I like this little history lesson where she talks about uh, whoever it is, Michelangelo Donatello. carving it out. Yeah, Donatello. Now, as she claims her prize, which she finds in the base of the statue. That's a bingo. That's a bingo. <laughs> or is it just bingo? Cheetah shows up and fights her for. That's the end of book three. Who would have thought another villain? Another Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> book four opens with a dream slash flashback to the Falcone scratch and the whole Bat-Cat pursuit. When she wakes up, Cheetah has her tied up sedated. So pretty much every time she goes out, she's like right back in all this shit she's trying to flee from. Before you go further, I love how this dream looks. I'll take a whole comic of how this is all illustrated. This yep. looks like 100 bullets or something. Yeah. 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 Fuck, yeah. You, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> Hold on. Give me one more high five. Uh, yeah. yeah. I botched that one. That's all right. You know um, what? Looking at it right now. Dude, it's incredible. I feel like he was going for Master Shelly here because... Master, who's Master Cello? <laughs> he plays the cello, <laughs> but he plays two at a time. Damn, <laughs> no, um, is he on the YouTube's from <laughs> the two page with the fucking cityscape in the background? Yes, this is very year one with the heavy inks like that. Uh, I agree. Yep. When you're like, I'd take a whole book of this, I popped it open. I'm like, I, <laughs> I think have we got one. You, sir. <laughs> yeah, indeed. It just looks way cool. The brushwork is so obvious. The way that the lines are are like stretched out but then all the colors being slightly off and not necessarily fitting like a box yeah. or a perimeter is kind of a retro look. And then there's a little bit of textural stuff as if somebody was rolling it out with a paint roller, but it uh, wasn't quite solid. So what you're saying is uh, there's a lot of mistakes here. No, no, I'm and, saying um, I'm just trying to describe it. And the only white is in the word bubbles. Everything else... The borders gets the light yellow, the, yeah. The orange. light man, it's so cool, yeah. And that highlights the sort of retro aspects of his style, 
Totally. Which, I mean, we're always there, but even yeah. more so in this kind of coloring. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's cool. So as she wakes up, she's tied up, and she will not be bribed or coerced into giving the name of her employer. Cheetah won't give up anybody. Blonde suddenly appears, shoots her, but with a tranquilizer. While they're talking, Cheetah escapes. The most quiet escape anyone has ever <laughs> yeah. done. She, well, and they she look, toots on the way out. <laughs> they look down and Mr. Blonde quips, I'm going to switch back to bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I never had this problem before. I like that line. This merda, merda, merda is the only Italian and I, that I know in this whole thing and it means shit. No, shit, shit, shit. There's one. You're not as good a boy as I thought. Why yeah, would you know that? I know a little bit. <laughs> only because I know what it is in Spanish and Italian is also a romance language. Get your mind out of the gutter, okay? Shit, shit, shit. Selena managed to swipe the ring from its box. So while Cheetah got away with it, she didn't actually get the ring itself. Selena's hiding this on her person. She suggests, I assume, either the bra or possibly deeper. In the bungus. She keistered it. That's what it is. <laughs> he doesn't. Kitty keister. She, she says that and she's like, oh. I think I just made a, a man who kills people for a living blush. But his face is the look of, like, terror. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's blushing. It looks terrified. <laughs> he's like, you just took that historic artifact and yeah. put it in your vag? Incredible. I always feel bad. Like, I'll be at work listening to a Conan O'Brien podcast or something, right? And they're talking at this level, right? And then he'll be like, and then fucking and shitting and... You know, like he'll say the most offensive part so loud. I feel like we just did that. Yeah. Like they'll be like, yeah, and then... Uh, but, uh, in your veg? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Back in her room... You're just going to gloss right over her slicing the barrel of a gun off? Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, you you do it. I, I don't know. I, I just said that's in, that was like. So she she I, he she blushes. Hides, she he hides pulls the, a gun on her. She hides the ring. And then you glossed over this ring. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> no, uh, you're the narrator. No, he has that moment of. You like, guys take I'm, notes too. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't this time. Neither did I. Sorry, you just sit there and read along. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> guys do fucking none of the work here. <laughs> that's how I want it. Uh, yeah, so he, he blushes and is like all coy and then he immediately pulls a gun and she slices the entire like end third of the gun barrel off. Is this before or after he's like, you know, my family, Beretta, blah, blah, blah. And, and he she, said that on the boat. Yeah, that was earlier. She's like, makes the finest yeah, I get unsliceable it. Makes, gun. Makes Damn guns. It. <laughs> and he's like, no, makes the finest guns. Yeah. She's like, I'll remember that next right. time someone's pointed at me. And then cut it in half. Me mentioning Wolverine was foreshadowing because this is like Wolverine bullshit. Yeah. Oh, She's wow. not Wolverine. Snicked. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz couldn't do that. That's for sure. No. I don't even know if With I'm following her hand. fingernails. What part of her hand it was supposed to be that sliced through the barrel. I assume it would just be the nails. It had to have been a claw thing. Yeah. Not a karate chop. It's the, no. the really sharp wrist bones. You don't chop. It's the bangles. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's incredibly sharp bangles. So back in her room, she admires the ring on her finger, and then Batman enters the room. They kiss, and of course she snaps out of this, another hallucination, and finds herself kissing the Riddler, which would upset anyone in this universe where he is just this little troll. Riddler's an incel in this. (laughs) Basically. Also kind of like in the Batman. (laughs) The first panel where it shows her on the bed, 
There's some awesome stuff with the line weight, like the top of her thighs and her calves and stuff. That's one of my favorite things about inking with a brush, just to be able to like emphasize curves and stuff like that. I think you pointed that out with the, maybe one of the Dragon Ball Z movies and the One Piece movie, where it was done by the same studio because it had that effect where like yeah. lines were not equal weight. Yeah. Different part of uh-huh. a person where it would be heavier lines or lighter totally. lines. Usually it's like they'll make it thick uh, in order to show distance, more like proximity to your f- Like a fist face. in your face would have yeah, heavier yeah, lines yeah. and a shoulder. But then a lot of times in like classic pinup art and stuff, it'll just be like a butt would have a tapered, thicker line to show that it's... The curve. Yeah, it's right. a curve. But then this picture with her kissing Riddler has terrible proportions. <laughs> <laughs> that that scene, He just wanted to get it over with and get through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, that sucks. Jeff. That scene overall, though, is very pleasant. Yeah. Her ankles are so tiny. <laughs> yeah, that is nuts. <laughs> yeah, she's like... Uh, Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas right now. <laughs> it's a Bruce Tim ankle right yeah. there. Book five opens with the continuation of this. Riddler getting Norm MacDonald kicked off the yacht. <laughs> and Mr. Blonde offers to shoot him in the water so the sharks will eat him. <laughs> and eventually she believes Riddler's bullshit story. Basically, her mind's been playing tricks on herself this whole time. Well, Blonde so, says to her in this scene, he says, he sucks, but, I mean, what man wouldn't make a move on you when you're dressed like that? She's like, oh. But then she leaves the scene, and she's halfway out of panel, and she's going, Russia, 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 Russia. Uh-huh. And Which, that is the most Looney Tunes. This book has other elements like that, but that is the most, like, she's like Elmer Fudd walking off screen. Uh, I'll tell you what it is. It's Joe Pesci in Home Alone. Shoot, 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 What? He says that like exactly. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's a yeah. like a cartoon from a hundred years ago. It <laughs> yeah. could be. Could be. All my references are from the nineties. Oh yeah. Gone fishing with Joe Pesci. <laughs> casino. <laughs> I'm unsure exactly how she loses the ring, but she finds it with the new Don Guillermo Verini. And takes it by force. Did you guys catch how it goes from being on her hand to being in possession of the mob? No. What are you talking about? This whole fishing with the ring thing? She has the ring still, and she's at, if we're talking Looney Tunes, yeah, like, she's what? attached yeah, yeah. it to a fishing line. She's going to go. She f- throws it through the window yeah. to them. Oh, but they never got do, it. But they never get it. It, it even shows she's, <laughs> she's reeling it back in and it. Okay, so what confused me about it was. In the page the whole where idea she's of kissing Batman, <laughs> she's kissing Batman, kissing Riddler, whatever. Uh, it's on her hand still. And then in this scene, it shows her with the fishing hook on the roof, and there's nothing on it. And then it shows her cast it, and as it's within arm's reach of these guys on the table, it's got the ring on it. So to me, this implies that she is actually catching the ring. And I'm like, how the uh, fuck did they get uh, it? Yeah, and, and she doesn't even have it on her after kissing Riddler. She has it there. She doesn't have it on I look it on there. The it's very the... hard to see when she's like kicking him off the fucking yeah. top. Like uh-huh. it's the different hand. Because after that, she's leaning over the glass uh, railing and she doesn't have it very yeah, clearly. What a weird plot choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fishing for A little for odd. So, okay, apparently she fishes for them, teases them with the uh, ring. But she says, look, I'll give it to you if you just tell me. I'm trying to find information on Falcone. Like, where is his wife, Louisa? 
And Louisa is guarded by the nuns from that Rage Against the Machine poster. It's the only place I've ever seen such a thing. Also, awesome two page again. Her on a green horse. Soaking wet. Yeah. yeah. Ethereal horse with an awesome coastline in the back. She scales the wall to avoid the uh, nun army. That was the next Looney Tunes moment of she's about to get spotted by the light. And she goes, Eep. Eep. <laughs> yeah. The nuns are making me think of like. Or there's that Ben Affleck movie, The Town. I think they wear nun masks when they rob a, a, oh, a bank awesome. or something. Sort of made me think of like Sin City and all the hookers. Oh, are, yeah, yeah. Are like bodyguards. Mm. Something. I love nun hookers. Yeah. It's so dope. <laughs> It's a very particular fetish, but when you find it, man. Yeah, it's not yeah. that particular. Every fourth Catholic is like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> my it. thing. Got, get it. got it. That makes sense. It's just they hit me when I was young, and for some reason I can't get over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, okay, a lot of Catholics are into BDSM. Is that what you're saying? Or they just have weird non-issues. Mm, yes. I suppose Catholicism <laughs> could be considered a form of bondage. Yes, I, I understand. So inside she finds Louisa, and she is blind. <laughs> this... Is almost completely irrelevant to the story, but they, they make a thing of it like, oh, you didn't expect that I would have this Steve Buscemi crazy eyes, did you? But she looks normal <laughs> in the drawing. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you, short of like tapping a stick on the floor or... The speech bubble is coming from the left and she's looking off to the right. That's Got where it. I think it is effective. She's not looking... At her. At the voice. She doesn't have directional hearing is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, she's an idiot in addition to being blind. <laughs> so Louisa contends that there was no other daughter, only Sophia. I don't know, but we look exactly alike. No. I don't see it. Because no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm blind. Let when, me touch your face. No, it doesn't feel like my face. Uh -uh. This, this picture of Selena's You've got a pretty face. thick mustache growing in here. I think you better wax that. When Catwoman leaves, Mr. Blonde emerges, and he uses an Italian word that's not translated, but it's close enough to assassinate. You get the idea that Mr. Blonde, working with Louisa Falcone, she's saying, that's it, you gotta kill her. It's something like, why did you not tell her the truth? And she's like, I don't know. Fucking kill her. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> Another Bat-Cat fight has her questioning reality, and she suspects that maybe this whole time she's been manipulated. When she comes to, she was actually stabbed by Riddler to find Guillermo Verini, Cheetah, and the source of all of her Batman hallucinations, the Scarecrow. That's the end of book five. Evan doesn't like it. I can tell. It's fine. It, he was just taking a breath to I, let I, you know he doesn't I like it. I feel like it's not as bad. It's not as bad. It's yeah. like at least there's not twice as many people and they tried to figure out a way to work them all in. And it's not like, why did you kill this person? How how were you there? What did you do? How did you leave this? It's simpler than any of that stuff. Yeah. I think maybe because I've been presented with far worse in the other direction, it makes this seem not so bad. To <laughs> Book six. Catwoman approaches this fight as she's observed Batman doing by taking out the most dangerous enemies first. She learned from Batman what Batman learned from Thomas Wayne. Riddler is very coy about his motivation, saying, isn't that the greatest riddle of all? To which Selina remembers him saying those exact words earlier 
in reference to Batman's identity. She interrupts her own internal monologue to go, wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, got it. So you are trying to get into my head because you think I know who Batman is. Which also happens in Gotham City Sirens. When the three of them are living together, there's a certain like, she's a little too tight with him or has a little too much history. Like, I don't know if we can trust her. It's a whole thing. It's cool. So he drugged her to get Batman's identity. He failed, decided, fuck it, I'll go after this ring thing now that I come, you know, (laughs) then I found out about it, I guess. I'm just picturing him, each of these dream sequences we're seeing, Riddler's just in the room, he's like, hey, I'm Batman. Who am I? (laughs) We have issues, right? No, (laughs) No, it's Scarecrow, because he's actually there. That's what I wonder is like, the other things were, okay, the villain's signature toxin or weapon or something was there, but his fucking person is there. Yeah, so, but I think he's like just there to like hand Riddler the stuff. Because yeah. Riddler's always in the room. Yeah, for sure. Also been like on the boats and stuff the entire time. <laughs> just also, in another room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like some weird... I bet there's another story. Calendar Man is in there somewhere just hiding he's behind the wall. wall. <laughs> he's in the wall somewhere. He's in the yacht. Like in the wall. I think though, there's an interesting idea. I bet there's another type of story altogether where you have this weird stalker type that does use some kind of manipulation to make the woman think that he's someone else that she has history with or something like that, like right? Gaslighting or yeah, just, the talented yeah, Mr. L- Ripley. Layers and layers of gaslighting or something. And fear toxin because <laughs> yes. it's yes. Batman. Yeah, 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 obviously. This whole thing <laughs> coming to the point where I just want to find out who Batman is. This all seems very complex. Yeah, it all seems very complex than, than your silly little... He's like, she paid for the ticket. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I got to see them boobies. (laughs) (laughs) I got to try in her clothes. That's what I was really angling for. (laughs) Titty residue. Hello? The yacht explodes, and there seems to be some sort of, could have been Riddler, could have been, eh, anyway, moving on. And Mr. Blonde fishes her out of the water. All of her possessions, including the photos, which she believed was her as a baby with her parents, everything burned up. She spends weeks with Mr. Blonde learning that there was a second Falcone daughter and in exchange for Verini's blessing to move his operation to America. So Falcone gets the go-ahead from the top Don here to uh, move to the States. He agreed to get rid of his not masculine child. And the the way the guy comes up with his Toss her into a furnace? Yeah. That's like the, the yeah. most humane way. That's what they did at the end of fucking uh, Long Halloween. Baby, 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 baby. <laughs> They're like, you know, look, Gilda threw the stuff in the incinerator. We can throw a baby in the incinerator. And then Luisa, who, I mean, I guess maybe she poked her way down the staircase. I don't staircase. think she's blind. I don't think okay, she's blind. Maybe she's not back the yeah, I think by the time she shoots to, someone at the end, I don't yeah, think she's Yeah, you get to the end and it's like you're not blind. Got it. So What a dirty trick to play on somebody. She convinces this capo, henchman, dude, whatever he is. The bodyguard who was killed in the long Halloween. Cool. Wow. She convinces him to take the baby, give it up for adoption in America. And Selena was right. 
When Mr. Blonde reports to Louisa about the missing ring, she accuses him of going soft and has him shot from behind. She shoots him. She shoots him. That's what I mean, like... What are you talking... Man, I didn't even read this book. (laughs) She's sitting in a chair. They're having a conversation. He turns his back to I thought he was facing her this whole time. No, he's Um, facing away. No, they're both blind. <laughs> they're both blind. <laughs> they're both trying to figure oh, out. Oh, so he's walking out. Got it. Yeah, yeah I totally yeah. took she that as like she had somebody else in there. That mm. would make more sense. But it, I just think it, it paints that earlier scene in a really funny light that Catwoman shows up and she just is pretending to be blind. Yeah. Like, Who's there? Yeah. What can I do to make it obvious? I'll, I'll look the other way. <laughs> so she crosses her eyes a little. <laughs> <laughs> she gets to the airport where she was supposed to meet Mr. Blonde. They were going to run away together. And they had this deal like, look, if the other one doesn't show up, peace out. We can expect the worst at that point. Also, the visuals of this scene remind me of Anne Hathaway trying to leave Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably mm-hmm. not a coincidence. Yeah. I mean, that series drew a lot from this run as yeah. well. Blonde doesn't show up, but Riddler does. She gives up the ring and wishes him luck as he returns to Gotham after having impersonated the Joker, saying, yeah, well, you can have this. It's our parting gift. You're going to fucking die anyway, right? And on the plane, he opens the ring box, which releases a gas. Then he starts seeing Batman everywhere, right? No, he starts no, seeing Joker. Joker everywhere. God, this guy didn't even read this book. I'm not reading he my notes. He didn't even read this I was, book. I was trying... To Wolverine shows up and he's like, "Hey, bub, eye what's contact." Up? You know. Well, so is he hallucinating, or did this Jokerize yeah, yeah, everybody? Because at on first the plane. I was like, "That's really fucked up of Catwoman to Jokerize all those people." Like, so this plane, plane goes down, right? So <laughs> Everyone this... dies. Well, I did think of that because I was like, "There is a baby right next to this." Yeah, man. that Jokerized <laughs> baby is hilarious. <laughs> so you're telling me that you don't think that was really gassing him? No, gassed him with fear toxin. Yeah, and then he saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not casting totally. him no, with that. Yeah, I, oh, you thought, I thought jo- maybe the no. yeah, yeah, like the whole plane got jokerized and everybody dies because like so. What did they? No, Selena did is reach not the cabin and the captain's cool. That's like when Tom King first introduces uh, Catwoman. You're like, I remember texting you. I'm going, she's a serial killer, a mass murderer in this. That can't be right. How are they gonna? Oh, okay. They'll just say like the universe is combined in a few years and then undo that. She. uh Returns home with some suspicions, in a similar point as when she left, but it says that, but I feel like she figured it out. She knows. Oh, it does say fear toxin. I'm stupid. Afterwards. And yeah. the real but you ring, are stupid, yes. Yep. And the real ring is still in her possession. Now, in this... <laughs> the real ring is still in her... Vagina. <laughs> the, it's still in her, yes. That's the end of the sentence. In this deluxe edition, it also has the two pages from Dark Victory number 13 as an epilogue. It's Selena at Falcone's grave. She explains that she only stole what was owed to her, which is almost verbatim what Zoe Kravitz says in The Batman. It's a nice visual contrast because I still think this actually looks really good, but Mm -hmm. just the lack of texture and variation in color. That's what I was going to say is this being included feels almost out of place, but in a way that makes me go, God damn, I really feel even stronger about how much this new book has improved the artwork. Yeah, being able to have the side-by-side is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much of it is this 
or they just didn't, they wanted to do something different. But it's kind of nice too because it makes Rome feel like a different place mm-hmm. because yeah. of the visual difference. So Water like everything that happens land. there, yes. Oh, that's yeah. true, yeah. The other thing that With I like about this too. Splinter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's the fifth turtle's name? I would have said that if I knew it. Rembrandt. There's a girl <laughs> turtle and she has a name that's like Shelly or something. Shelly. <laughs> it's probably not that. <laughs> that's Fucking funny. dope. Wait, now say Shelly as Mr. Freeze Schwarzenegger. Oh, the Shelly. <laughs> Cowabunga. And wait, earlier, did you want me to go say the, all that Italy shit as Mr. Freeze, as Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze? No, because you were just doing the animated Mr. Freeze. Okay, yeah. that's and like three so accents. That's, that's I can't I do that. <laughs> I can't. I can't combine Okay, them. do Michael Ansari <laughs> meets Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I want to ask, why do you guys think think <laughs> who do you think you are yeah mr big stuff <laughs> what is Luisa's motivation here that's the only thing i wasn't really like was she in denial for why is she not admitting to this you saved her back in the day and now you want to kill her i could i don't know the story doesn't do a good job of explaining that i could think of reasons like blaming her for something to do with carmine Carmine's dying death. or her other children getting hurt or whatever or just like, well, secrets stay buried, and you were a child, and you got a pass, but you're not a child now, and we live this life. And Why has she been in Italy the whole time anyways? That's a nice place she lives at. He's dead, probably went back to where they were from, you know? But, sure. she, but it they didn't, didn't seem like she was her. even there in the other stuff, yeah. Yeah, she wasn't in the other books. Yeah, I don't know. Makes me think that she just hasn't been there the whole time. She's repulsed by her man-daughter. <laughs> <laughs> This feminine child. Throw it in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) Any Easter eggs that we didn't mention? No. No. I've started just trying to include them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't. I just tried to keep my peepers peeled and I didn't see anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the old peeled peepers. There was that cool scene where uh, Mr. Blonde shot someone in the face and it was like another Looney Tunes thing where it blew their nose to the other side of their head. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
not enjoyed in the past, but not to the extent of the other things. So cool, but under the radar-ish. I'm with you on the colors and kind of similar to what you're saying, just the overall pace and tone of it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy much more. It's, it's very it, tight. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. moves along. It's fun. Where the, there was nothing really fun about the other one. There's oh. no. It's not a lighthearted story. The other two. You didn't like when there. Robin's parents died. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> he says as he laughs. <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> you know, it was like kind it of funny, but it just much. intentionally um, fun is what this is. Oh right, that yeah. was ironically fun. Yeah. Uh, th- like, this one was also easier for me to follow because the other one was so full of. Maroni, Jabroni, <laughs> all the similar names that I... This has Verini and Evan, Giuseppe. Yeah, always racist. It yeah. really screwed God. me up. This one wasn't like that. I agree to everything. Lots of great stories. Butt and side boob. Yeah, Maroni, yeah. Jabroni. Side I said boob, that. cleavage. Yeah. Um, Maroni, Jabroni. No, I, I wanted to say that the change of setting not only looks really cool, but it allows the story to be so tied to everything else and yet be less like repeating the Long Halloween format mm. than even Hush was that we just read. You know, like that felt about the halfway mark. Oh, we're doing this again. Uh-huh. You know, and this just doesn't. It really feels like its own thing. And actually, this comes after Hush now that I think of it. I think it's... Very the, interesting. The hmm. shortness of it and the tightness of it is what makes it not feel so much like those, even though it is basically the exact same thing. Mm. It's not, it doesn't linger on anything excessively long because it moves through it so quick. But it's, it's still the same, like, oh, different this guy's here and this guy's and there and here's this and that. And I did want to say another pro that nope. I, actually, I really liked. If, if we can go back to the beginning of no the episode. More compliments. If we could start over. Okay, I'll cut the tape. All right. I've said before that I like that Batman. Then don't say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat yourself a <laughs> fucking time. Again and again. That good writers consistently write Batman as being attracted to and involved in these like dangerous, complicated women. Good writers mean writers that play into the things you like about their yes, romance. That's how I measure good and bad. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, life. you're describing something yeah. very particular that yeah. you like about Batman. I like that element of the character. So I like when they reinforce it because to me, that ties into the whole he's a good guy and he saves people better than anyone can, but he is messed up. And so that's how that's expressed in that way that like he's drawn to criminals and violent people as long as they're hot and smart and interesting. Yeah, yeah. Seeing that flipped where she's the same way, where she's drawn to this complicated assassin killer, killer who's the best of it and he's <laughs> but he's like in love with her and he wants something from her and they're going back and forth. I mm-hmm. like that she has that same treatment, especially when she's wrapped up in this her relationship with Batman throughout it of like mm-hmm. I guess that's what she's afraid of. Obviously, that's the whole point of those nightmares is she's afraid of being with him or connecting with him or something like that. Hmm. Another thing that I like about this being set somewhere else is that it partially makes it feel like more of an adventure story. Like, it's Indiana Jones because I'm traveling the globe. Um, But also... (laughs) Riding a Vespa. Yeah, exactly. And she's Uh, wearing stripes. Uh, (laughs) It's European. Um, yeah, Batman never like has fun outfit changes. That's true. <laughs> yeah, totally. So Unless it's a Schumacher movie. Just a brown jacket. But also, we spend so much time in Gotham that I know that it, I'm supposed to be a Gotham is on Earth. But the fact that... <laughs> but the, but the fact that ben, they, it's in Kansas. Kansas so yeah, it's in Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that they could travel to another uh, country that is 
on the same planet that we actually live in. It's is not like, going to Metropolis, which also looks like a fake place that doesn't exist. On yeah, Earth. which is another fictional spot. It at least it puts it on the same planet as us, which makes it more like our reality. Ratings, four point five. Ben, we should just start giving a thumbs up or thumbs down. I give this a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost fully extended. Wow. <laughs> we are not going to count yeah. knuckles this How time. How many digits? <laughs> yeah. You say four and a half, and I feel like I kind of want to say four and a half, but maybe more four. I could be tempted to go down to four. It's really good. It just has no weight, which is, it's, I don't think it was intended to be a super weighty story. I mean, a little bit. It's her personal history that she's trying to uncover. I put a lot of emphasis on the style and fun. Yeah, style and fun. Yeah. I do not at all mind being tasked with a shorter reading. Yeah. So I just enjoyed that I was able to like, that went quicker than I thought that it might. <laughs> well, and it's already so long ago. I don't even know. Did we talk about cons? Uh, no, we haven't even got oh, some cons. Shit. Did, I'm but, sorry. Well, uh, I didn't have any, so I didn't no, I think to really, ask. I don't really well, and I mean, because as you are harassing wow, ben, me about only on giving it. it a four. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I, think I, I didn't say shit. He stuck his, no. You Trying to justify the point I just made where it doesn't feel weighty. The whole aspect of her trying to find her family and like daddy issues and sees her dad in Batman at times and that complication. I feel like the payoff of the story doesn't have a whole lot to do with that. The payoff yeah. of the story is fighting the Riddler and Cheetah on a yeah. boat. Yeah, yeah. A story that is all about the result that you're looking for, but then there isn't any conclusion kind of feels like, why did you take the time? A little bit. I so, think that's what yeah, I mean when I say weighty. Elsewhere, you're finding other redeeming things about it, but really there just is no conclusion. I think I would feel worse if it was extra long and then had a similar conclusion. <laughs> like, absolutely. I, yeah, just I just don't I just know. read a year's worth of comic books. And well, and I was thinking about nothing. it because the setup is really good. The yeah. setup for that stuff is really good. It's just not a great payoff for it. Okay. Just sitting down and reading it, it's a five for me. I think it's my favorite of the series. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I should read those if I didn't. But yeah, for all the yeah, reasons yeah. we talked about, I think it's just it's it's the best. It's the look, the pace, everything. But yeah, those are valid criticisms. So I'm not mad at either of those ratings. <laughs> I think I think honestly, Evan probably nailed it with the four and a half to split the difference. Thank you. I like you being like, but I would be mad <laughs> if I didn't think. <laughs> I have been mad previously at your ratings. Yeah. <laughs> I am generally... I won't be mad because I agree with you. I would be angry if I did not agree with you. Yeah. I am <laughs> yeah, that's a bitter, angry pretty well. <laughs> individual. I'm not sure if you've noticed. We're not here because we all agree on the same stuff. I thought you were saying like a Catwoman hallucination. Like, we're not even here <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're your therapists. Which one of us is going to wake up? This is an intervention. Who are you going to be kissing when yeah, you wake yeah. up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and who's Eddie? This is Robin. Thanks for checking out the Bat Fanatic podcast with Sammy Warmhands. All right, that is our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. I want to send from the bottom of my heart all my love and respect to Tim Sale and Kevin Conray. I've recorded this over and over like a dozen times and I just can't put it into words. I really, really thought I was going to get to meet these guys in person and tell them what their work means to me. And I would always check the guest announcements at conventions. I, I was supposed to meet Tim Sale in 2020 before everything got canceled and it just 
It's a fucking shame. I, I really wish I got the chance. So love and respect to those guys. Thank you for everything you've given us. We will return with more Batman the Animated Series. This was recorded prior to Kevin Conroy's death. The two-parter of Clayface. Stay tuned for Feet of Clay. <laughs>